Welcome everybody to the 2020 Manio Middle School Baseball Podcast. I just want to start out by saying that I love the team that we had this year and all of the guys on it. This is a project that I've been thinking about doing or possibly trying for a long time and uh, this seems like the perfect opportunity to try it out and I'm talking about a podcast. I don't know how this is going to go over. Um, So this is really, really just something that I'm trying out and I have no idea how the finished product is going to be. But I really just wanted a way to reach out to all the boys on the team, let them know that I'm thinking about them, that I'm here for them, and if they need anything during this time to please reach out and let me know. This is going to be me just sharing my thoughts about the team uh, this year, how I think the season would have went, and then at the end of it I will share basically something about each kid on our team. So kind of it'll be like a banquet slash recognition night that we have um except for i'm going to talk a lot more and i I feel like i talk a lot during those but like i said i got plenty of time to do it and i think the kids deserve it they deserve to get something from this year because they they gave me their best and that's that's all i asked for um i have no idea again what the finished product is going to be like i hope that the guys enjoy it uh hopefully the parents enjoy it too this is this is for everybody so um we'll see how this thing goes uh as far as my first podcast experience but i did want to get get things uh recorded while everything's kind of still fresh in my memory first off to start it i guess i would like to let the parents know um that all of our gear so far has not been delivered some items right now as we as i'm speaking have been shipped out but i don't know if they've come in yet the process for us getting deliveries at the middle school is different than what it was, um, I guess, three weeks ago. Uh, Tammy told me she'd let me know when everything's in, and then we'll go in, we'll sort it out, put it in bags, put their names on it, and I think parents will be able to come and pick it up from Manio Middle School once everything is in. Uh, I will send out an email slash remind, letting everybody know for sure uh, what the drill is and the way that we're going to go about it, delivering it and getting the gear to you guys. But it hasn't come in yet, uh, so I just wanted to let you guys know that. Next, I want to say thank you to all the parents who helped out and we're going to help out with feeding our team this year. We're so lucky to have you guys looking out for us. I know the kids appreciate it and so do the coaches. I want to say thank you to Jason Wheeler for volunteering to do the scoreboard during games and he kept it during the Hatters game and also Miss Gaskell for keeping the book for us during the Hatteras game. So thank you guys. I want to thank our coaches that helped out. Chipper McPherson was the assistant coach this year, and he was a great one at that. He was very dependable, was calling pitches for us during games, and was also basically our hitting coach if we had assigned roles as coaches. Um, But he was in the cage every single day with the guys going over hitting drills, soft toss, and, um, and just a little bit of batting practice in the cage for him. Also, I want to thank my dad, Doug Curls, and Evan Andrews, who were both volunteering for us this year, but they ended up making it almost pretty much every single practice. Coaches, we are so lucky to have y'all, and I appreciate all of your help and you sacrificing your time to help out with Manio Baseball. Now going on to this team that we had this year. Just want to say that I was so excited for baseball uh, this season for so many reasons. And especially once we had our team set. One reason I think was because all the kids that we had were great kids. And they really all liked being around each other. Uh, Another one is they're definitely a talented group of kids. 
and would have been a great defensive team. And if anybody knows me, they know that I love the defensive side of baseball. And I, I was just really excited to see what we could do on the defensive end this year. Uh, I think uh, I set them up for failure against Curry Tuck because of the Hatters game the day before. And I keep kicking myself over that and just the way that that game went against Hatteras and then backing up the next day and we got to get back out there and play a pretty good Curry Tuck team. But at the end of the day, I know we were better than what we showed against Curry Tuck. Uh, and I know that the boys know that too. It just wasn't our best day and sometimes in sports that happens. There's no doubt in my mind that this team would have gotten better each and every game and uh, would have been we would have been competing with any team out there by the end of the year. I feel like we had enough arms for pitching. We were good enough defensively to keep us in any ball game. Offensively, I, I do think, especially early on, Runs would have been hard to come by. Really, again, against Curry Tuck, we'd only seen live pitching. Basically, for that game, I don't even know if I'd consider Hatteras live pitching because there were a lot of walks, and it wasn't the same quality that we would see in our conference. So, again, I, I kind of put that one on me. I think we would have got better as the year went on, and I think we would have been able to scrape runs together each game after the Curry Tuck one. Uh, I think we had enough pieces and a couple really good hitters where we could have manufactured enough runs to win games if we would have ended up playing out our entire year. Defensively, again, this was a, a top-notch defensive team. We were still moving people around, trying to find out where everyone fit, what they were comfortable playing. But like the boys, I think that we were getting better as coaches at putting people in the right spots. And with the more games that we played, the better we would have gotten. The potential for this team was high, and I believe we would have been a top four team in the league by the end of the year. I think we would have made a run in the tournament. And if you win a couple games in the tournament, then you're in the championship. So I was looking forward to that opportunity. Um, and I think the guys would have had a blast doing it. To the people that weren't on the team this year, they probably think that we ended on a bad note because Curry Tuck was our last game, but that was not the case. Um, we found out Thursday at practice, at the beginning um, of that practice on Thursday, that our season was going to be suspended until April 6th, I think it was, and I decided to let the boys know that as soon as possible out there on the field. Of course, when they first heard the news, they were sad and didn't really understand what was going on, and to be honest with you, the coaches didn't either. Once we got that news, uh, we decided to keep going with practice um, in middle school and didn't want a parent rushing out there to try and pick kids up. So we decided to go through with practice because we were already out there. We had till 5.15, um, but we did let the boys pick what they wanted to do, and they chose to do an inter-squad scrimmage um, over batting practice on the field. So I ended up pitching for both teams, and we played it just like a game. The final score ended up being 2-1 to one in seven innings, and it ended with Cam getting a walk-off hit in the bottom of the seventh inning to win uh, the game for his team. So it couldn't have ended any better way. We finished the practice off with a couple games with Champer Chump, and then we broke it down as a team one last time. That scrimmage game, though, was one of the funnest practices that I've ever been a part of, and that's how I'm going to remember this team. In a seven-inning inter-squad scrimmage split up, they only gave up three runs total. At the plate, hitters were making contact. Both teams put the bat on the ball. 
But both teams also made the plays that they were supposed to make. And more importantly, the boys were having fun playing a game that they love. They were smiling, laughing, uh, messing around with each other, but at the same time, they were competing and taking it serious. They were relaxed, and I really believe that's when they played their best. That's the game that I'm going to remember when I think about this year, all the craziness and cancellations and all that aside. I'm going to think about this game and that one practice that we had and just reflect on how great this team could have been and how great this team was, even, even just for three weeks, whatever, however long it was. All the coaches at the end of that practice uh, talked about how fun it was and really how good we looked because it was the total opposite from the Curry Tuck game. We were extremely optimistic that if we would have gotten to play again, we would have made a run. And I hate that everyone else didn't get to see it and didn't get to see that team that I saw and that the coaches saw. But I also know what I saw, and I know that this was a great team uh, despite that Curry Tuck game. And, like, again, that was a great practice and just showed the potential for me and to all the other coaches that this team could have made, made noise this year. Now I'm just going to talk a little bit about each player personally. I could go on and on about each kid, but I'll try and keep it at a reasonable amount of time for each one. I will say the best part about coaching is the relationships with the kids and getting to know them outside of school. Each kid on this team, I truly enjoyed seeing every day and enjoyed coaching them. I hate that we didn't get to strengthen our relationship as a team and from a player-coach relationship. I'm going to start with sixth graders and finish up with the eighth graders that we had. And if they had a picture up on left field photography, I'll have a picture up while I'm talking about them. Um, if you're watching it on YouTube. By the way, all the pictures can be downloaded for free from Left Field uh, Photography right now, so go check them out, and that's for any sport at any time. So thank you, Mike, for uh, allowing students, athletes, uh, parents, coaches, anybody to go and download those pictures. Now to begin with the players, I'm going to start it off with a kid who already has his own brand. This is Mason Birch, and otherwise known as MB32, MB32, MB6, whatever you want to call him. So he actually has his own logo and is only in sixth grade. I was really looking forward to seeing him this year because I love the way he looked in tryouts and in practice and in our games that we did have. He's in the sixth grade, so I'm excited to watch him for the next two years. In the limited opportunities that he had in games, he, he really did impress me. He's got a great swing and great fundamentals. And I just love love his look, love his approach, and everything about the kid. So I'm really looking forward to him in the future. Next up, we got Finn Riley, a.k.a. Threon, a.k.a. Fion. He's another sixth grader, and he came in against Hatterst and pitched really well. You can never have enough arms, and he'll probably have to pitch some next year. And we could have used him this year pitching as well um, if we got in a bind. I think he would have benefited from throwing and hitting every single day. Uh, and just seeing middle school baseball being played. He really impressed me in tryouts and in the games this year uh, with how well he hit the ball and also pitched the ball. So looking forward to seeing uh, Fion and, and what he can do in the next couple years. Next up, we got Brendan Dennison. And this kid's not the biggest, fastest, or strongest, but he's definitely a baseball player. He's got the look and has great fundamentals uh, hitting and fielding the ball. I really love the way he looked in the field. 
He's going to play a little bit of everywhere for us this year, and he was really impressive wherever we put him and wherever he played. I love his attitude toward to the game, towards the game, um, and just love his overall game. He was fun to watch in tryouts and would have been really fun to watch this year. He asked me if he could pitch a couple times, and I kind of kept putting him off, had things going on, and never really got the chance to look at him. But he's got a – Brendan, you got a great opportunity now to work on that pitching and uh, practice all you want. And hopefully next year you can come in and you'll definitely be a big part of the team in the field. And hopefully next year we can count on you as a pitcher to keep working, keep staying with it. Love everything about the way he played and just a great overall kid. Next we have Jackson Gaskell. And he's one of many on this team that I was able to coach in all three sports. And I consider myself very lucky to be able to coach this kid three times in one year. Would have been lucky even if it was just one, one time in the year. He's a very gifted athlete, but I would say that his best attribute is his attitude to help the team win, even if it's not best for him. I, I witnessed it in football, witnessed it in basketball as well, and he always keeps an upbeat attitude and always is doing whatever it takes to help the team win. So I love that about him. If he works hard at baseball, he has the ability to look like Adam in center field next year and not let anything drop anywhere near him. He, he's definitely got the ability in him. He might need a little work. He would have benefited greatly uh, from just throwing, catching, and hitting every single day in, uh, in middle school baseball. And I know he would have improved a lot from beginning to the end. And really, that's just because he works hard every single day in practice and always gives his best, best effort no matter what sport it is or what he's doing. And I love that about him. Uh, great kid, great person and a great athlete. Austin Godfrey is going to be next, and he really just does everything that he's supposed to do. He's looking really good in the outfield, catching the ball well, and would have gotten his opportunity this year to, to show it off. He's a great kid. He was quiet, really, especially early on, but he was starting to open up more and more. Uh, so I'm disappointed that I didn't get to see him throughout the entire year. He proved himself in the field, and I was looking forward to see what he had at the plate and in game action. and. Again, just a great kid and a great person to have on our baseball team. Next, we got Taylor Granitsky, and Taylor's another one. I coached in three sports this year, and just like the other seasons, uh, he was a pleasure to coach in baseball. He was a big part of our football team, big part of our basketball team, and he would have been a big part of our baseball team. I believe he probably would have played every position except for first and catcher this year if we would have played our full slate of games. He's an exceptional athlete, and I was really excited um, from what I saw from him. So I was looking forward to see him play everywhere, see where he succeeded, uh, see where he failed, just to kind of cross that one off the list. But he, he would have been put in probably every position possible. Really loved the way he looked at the plate, loved his fundamentals at the plate and, and how he swings the bat, and really wanted to see him against good pitching. I wanted him to see good pitching this year. And he would have would have benefited from it, um, just from the experience and seeing it and seeing it over and over again. This kid's got tons of potential in whatever sport he plays, so the future's bright, and I'm looking forward to the opportunity of coaching him next year. Parker Gregory is going to be next. I think Parker's a lot stronger than what he realizes he is when he's hitting. Uh, he has the power at the plate, and I was looking forward to seeing it in, in practice and in games. The thing I love about Parker, and I don't even know if he remembers this, but um, it had a huge impact on me, and it was our first game when we were playing Hatteras. And I basically gave my pregame talk and told everybody that needed a little bit of help from the boys, and I told this to the entire team. 
and I needed somebody to track pitches for us and keep a basically count all the pitches for our team and for the away team. So ended up saying that at the end of our pregame talk and before I think we could even reach third base going back to the dugout. Parker had volunteered and told me that he would help out do it for the team and he would do the best job possible doing it. And that, that to me just showed me right there that, that he was willing to do whatever it takes. Uh, really loved the game of baseball. A great person to be around and anything, he, he could have done anything as far as being on the field and doing great things on the field, but I was probably more proud of him for that than, than I could ever be for something that he did athletically. He's just a, a great kid and I got to coach him in football, so I already knew a little bit about him and Again, he was willing to do whatever for the team in football. Just really impressed by this kid on the field and off the field. Just really proud of him and can't wait to coach him again next year too. Next up is going to be Mason McCord. And I really, 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 like all the other boys, wish I had the entire season to work with him and see what he did behind the plate. We started games so fast that I never really truly had the opportunity to, to coach Mason one-on-one and kind of break down the fundamentals of catching with him and, and help him out and really coach him up at that position. And honestly, that's probably one of the biggest regrets that I do have is not taking that time out and working with him really early on and uh, helping him out. He's a great kid and he actually wanted to catch, which is rare to have anybody want to catch in middle school. So I was really excited to see him this year. There's a huge gap in catching between Parks and Rec and middle school. So he would have, again, he would have benefited greatly from catching this year at the middle school level. And I know the improvements that he would have made would have been huge. And by the end of the year, I think, feel like he probably would have been a top-notch catcher for us. I'm excited to have him back next year. I, I can't wait to work with him. And I'm really looking forward to that opportunity. He's going to do great next year, and I have plenty of faith in him. Dalen O'Neill is going to be next. And Dalen's another one that I coached in football. And from seeing him in football and in baseball and in PE, it doesn't take a whole lot to realize that he's a terrific athlete. Against Hatters, he stepped up for us and volunteered to catch when he hadn't practiced it all year, and he really did a good job behind the plate. I appreciated that because it uh, it made it so I could get everybody in by the fourth inning, and I was really worried about playing time for everybody in that game because I knew it would be a, a good opportunity to get the entire team playing time and experience. So he helped out with that, and I didn't have to explain anything with him. I just asked him if he wanted to catch, and he said, sure, he'd do it. He probably would have played a little bit of infield, a little bit of outfield for us this year once we started conference games, and I really feel like he would have been good wherever he played. Again, just a great athlete, and I think he would adjust well wherever he was at and know he would have been able to play it and play it well. He probably would have done a lot of running for us as well this year as far as for pitchers and catchers because he was one of our faster athletes. I'm really looking forward to seeing Dalen next year. I, I can't wait. Hopefully he grows a little bit, gets a little bit bigger, a little faster, and a little stronger, and he's going to have a huge part in Manio Middle School Athletics next year. J.D. Perry is going to be next up, and really after seeing J.D. throw one pitch from the pitcher's mound during tryouts, I was excited. He's a left-hander. He's a big body, and his ball had movement and has a lot of pop as well. In my four years coaching at middle school level, he probably would have been the first true pitcher that I would have had. Everybody else had kind of been athletes and got good arms, but this kid's going to be a pitcher, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he, what he does next year because I know he's going to do great things next year. 
Uh, I think the experience would have would have been great for him this year, and I hate that we only got to see him on the hill for uh, about four innings total this year. Uh, he has power at the plate, which is also nice, but really I was just so excited to see him pitch and looking forward to see what he could do on the mound. And in the games that he did pitch, he did really well, and he kept the ball in the strike zone, which I was kind of worried about a little with him. But he ended up throwing strikes well and did good for us, and I'm really excited to see him next year and in the future. And uh, also plays a, played a good first base for us and would have would have helped the team out in that way as well. So really excited to see J.D. Really hate that I didn't get to see him as much as I wanted to this year, but he, he's going to go on and he's going to do great things, and I'm looking forward to it. Next up, we got Connor Reardon. And Connor is one that, after seeing him in tryouts this year, he was another one that I was just looking forward to seeing play, looking forward to seeing him hit, looking forward to seeing him in the field. He's uh, He's got the look of a baseball player. I coached him in basketball this year and coached him in baseball last year, but he's a great athlete, but he's definitely a baseball player. Hits left-handed. This year he probably would have played third, short, and definitely would have pitched a little bit for us as well. Played outfield for some last year as a sixth grader, and really impressed us. He uh, came back this year bigger, faster, stronger, had great range in the infield, good fundamentals. He's always calm at the plate or in the field. I feel like he puts a lot of pressure on himself to kind of be perfect, but that's relatable and perfectly understandable. He holds himself to a high standard, so that's a good thing. He's going to be really fun to watch next year and also in the future. But um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does next year and have a feeling that he may be one of the top players in the league next year. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to seeing him play. Next up, we have Landon Sawyer. And I coached Landon when he was 9 or 10 years old. And it was obvious back then. I think he's 9. And it was obvious back then that he had a cannon for an arm. I coached him in football this year and basketball as well. And he's one of those kids that everybody loves to be around him, and he just makes everybody laugh. He's always laughing, smiling, and having fun, and he's just a joy to be around. After our first two games, I was planning planning on pitching him probably more than what I would originally thought because he did throw the ball well. He threw it great against Hatteras, and I also think that our field probably would have been at its best when he was pitching or if J.D. was pitching. I hate that he didn't get that experience for this year, I know he's got an arm. If he continues to work at it, the sky's the limit for this kid. I'm happy that he did get the pitch against Hatters, and he got a couple innings under his belt, and he was impressive in that game. Uh, really, he's got some power at the plate, too, uh, so he's not just a pitcher, and he can play in the infield, play third base, maybe play a little bit of first, and could probably play outfield if we put him out there. Good athlete, good arm, and a great kid, and, and really probably one of the Probably the funniest kid on the team, if if I'm being honest with you. And he, he does stuff just to make people laugh, and he is he is funny. It's been a privilege coaching him when he was nine and, and still is today. So keep it up, Landon. Can't wait to coach you next year. Mead Shackelford is going to be next. And Mead is one that I've known, known for a long time and also got to coach him in football. And in football, I kind of messed with him a little bit and found out what made him tick what made him go off, whatever you want to call it. And it's kind of a fine line to walk. I love challenging Meade because he wears his emotions on his sleeve and you get to see how much he cares. So it's a good thing. I like it. I love the energy, love the passion and everything about him. He's going to play a lot for us this year. 
he was going to pitch, play first, probably play some outfield, and maybe even some third base. I really didn't have him slotted as a third baseman, but I think once he realized that there was an opportunity to play third and opportunity to get more playing time. He asked about playing third and wanted to get some reps there and wanted me to see him there. I, I love that and love seeing that out of him. Again, he's, he's really fun to watch, really fun to talk to, and really fun to, to just be around and in a competitive atmosphere. So keep that up, me. He's also, once I saw him pitch in tryouts, I was really impressed. Got a live arm, he, he looked like he was using the minimal effort as far as throwing the ball and not like he wasn't trying. It, it was nice seeing that and I was really surprised with that. So I think pitching could definitely be in his future if he wants it to. He's probably gonna have to do it next year for us. I hate that he didn't get any experience this year at the middle school level pitching, but I know if he keeps working and keeps growing, he'll he'll be fine at that next year and probably be playing a little bit of everything for us next year. Next up is Cam Sylvester. Cam's another one that I got to coach for all three sports, and he was on, on the baseball team as a sixth grader, him and Connor. I know baseball was an escape for him this year especially with everything that he had going on in his life and I absolutely hate it for him that he doesn't get to play it this year. I know he's really looking forward to it. He didn't get to play football this year because of an arm injury. For that reason, he's even more looking forward to it. Baseball-wise, I really love the way that Cam looks, especially playing second base. He's a great fielder, uh, great fundamentals, and makes the plays that he's supposed to make. He has great range at second. I was really looking forward to see uh, what he looked like playing Pretty much an entire year at second base. At the plate, he's, he's great at the plate. Uh, he his, hits the ball really well, can go backside really well on the ball, and I think we would have saw that in the upcoming games. I was really looking forward to seeing that from him and seeing how he did this year at the plate as a seventh grader, and I know he would have got a lot of confidence from it because he would have he would have done good. And then there's also the speed factor. He's, he's great on the bases, great running the bases. Stepped up last year as a sixth grader. I believe it was in the first flight game and ended up scoring one of the most important runs on the year for us. So he came in as a pinch runner and made a really good decision running bases and ended up scoring for us. So he's really a triple threat, uh, whatever you want to call it, five-tool player, and he's a great baseball player, and I just love everything about his game and was really looking forward to seeing him play. Luckily, I get him next year, and we get to watch him next year. So He's a great kid, and I consider myself lucky to be able to coach him and teach him for the last two years. Really excited to see him play and compete in all three all sports next year. I know he's going to do great. He's great at anything and everything he does. Uh, sky's the limit for him. Great athlete, great kid. Just love being around old Cam and and can't wait to coach him up next year and see what he does. Next up is going to be Jack Woodson. I coached Jack in football and have him in PE, and it doesn't take a whole lot to know. He's a competitive little rascal. He's funny, and I like the way he looked playing second base. I think he probably could have played some outfield too, and you can tell just from watching him play that he's watched a lot of baseball in person or on TV just from what he's doing. He's always impersonating somebody or acting like he's a big leaguer when it just throwing the ball around and putting a little style behind it, I guess you can say. And absolutely nothing gets by him. He picks up on everything. If he's, somebody messes up and thinks nobody notices, Jack's going to be there to see it. 
Uh, he loves having fun and is always messing around and having a good time with his teammates. A uh, great person to have on the team. I'm really excited to see him next year. Hopefully he grows a little bit, but uh, everything's there for him. He just needs a little more strength and uh, grow a little bit, and he's going to do great things next year, and he's going to definitely have an impact on our season next year uh, wherever he's playing at. Now we're getting to the eighth graders, and the first eighth grader I'm going to start off with is Adam Kreef. I started coaching Adam when he was nine years old, so I was really looking forward to coaching him one more time this year. He probably had one of the biggest leaps, at least that I've seen from seventh to eighth grade in a baseball player since I've been coaching. Last year he was a backup catcher and played a little bit of outfield, but kind of had limited playing time because of all the eighth graders that we did have on the team. This year he's going to be one of our strongest players. Hitting outfield to him in Fungo, I couldn't get a ball to drop if I was trying to unless I hit it over the fence. I was very impressed with how he looked at the plate. He got much stronger hitting. He was really hitting the ball with a lot of pop and hitting line dry, so I love seeing that from him. And on top of all that, he was the fastest player that we had on our team, so he probably would have been running all around the bases, whether it be getting doubles and triples or stealing bases um, or beating out an infield hit. I'm really sad that he didn't get his eighth grade year because I know it would have been a, a great season for him. Really was looking forward to coaching him this year and getting that opportunity one more time, but I'm also very, very excited from what I saw from him because he does have a bright baseball future, and I can't wait to see him thrive in high school. The next eighth grader I'm going to talk about is one that I also coached when he was nine years old, and that's Will Pierce. Coached him when he was nine and ten, and then had him on the team last year as well. I was really, really looking forward to the opportunity to coach him again and be around him again for another season, another year. And I think what I said about him when he was nine years old, I still say it about him now. He may not look the prettiest doing anything, whether it's fielding or hitting, but he always finds a way to get the job done. And no matter what it is, no matter what the situation is or where he's at, I will always have faith in him to make a play or put his bat on the ball. Last year, he probably didn't play as much as he would have liked, but he was always locked in the game and always paying attention, which says a lot about him. This year, he's one of the only ones, I'd say, throughout the entire year, no matter what the situation was or wherever we were at in the game. Uh, he was always encouraging his teammates, and whether it be in the field or in the dugout. He can play second base, uh, he can play outfield, but he never complains about where he's at or where he's playing, and he always does exactly what he's supposed to do. Was allowed to have favorites when I was coaching Parks and Rec Baseball when he was 9 and 10 years old, and he was definitely one of them then. I love everything about this kid. I really wish I would have gotten the opportunity to coach him this year because after that Curry-Tuck game, I was I was really going to challenge him to try and step up and be a, be a vocal leader because I don't think we were getting that, and I think he has it in him to be that, and... I think he would have done well in it, and I really think he would have stepped up to the plate, and I know he would have done great. Just a joy to coach, a joy to watch play, and hate that I didn't get the op the full opportunity to coach him this year, but I'm really happy at it. I've had the time to coach him in the past, and, and I'm really happy that I have the opportunity to watch him the next couple years. Stay with it, Will P. You're the man, um, and you're going to do great next year. Last but not least is Wynn Wheeler, and I had the opportunity to coach Wynn in football for the last two years and baseball as well. Also had the opportunity to watch him wrestle, and really in wrestling and in football, you get to see how competitive Wynn is, and I think that's something that kind of gets overlooked in baseball 
there's not as obvious, but Wynn was never the biggest, never the strongest in football or wrestling, but he was always, he just refused to lose and refused to let that be an excuse for him, and that I love seeing that from him, and I love watching him play those two sports. With that being said, I think baseball is his sport, and I was really looking forward to seeing him play and coaching him because he would have been one of the bigger and one of the stronger kids this year. Not just for Manio, but out of everybody we played again. He would have done great this year. I really think he would have probably exceeded my expectations for him once we got in the routine of things and he was seeing uh, regular pitching on a consistent basis. As soon as last year ended, and this might sound bad, but I was already looking forward to the, to the opportunity to coach Wynn as an eighth grader. He uh, he really impressed me as a seventh grader. It really is, his baseball IQ is just out of this world. You can tell that he's always watching it, um, whether it's on TV or in person. Just really smart on the baseball field. He barely hit a ball in Hatters and it almost went out. So he got a lot stronger in that aspect of the game. His arm was stronger. He looked great pitching. Early on, if you'd have asked me at the beginning of the year, I probably said he would have been our ace, but I think I was starting to change my tune on that because of what I saw from other kids on the team, and I think that our field would have been at its best with Wynn in the field and probably would have been on shortstop and counter at third base. Could have been vice versa. Could have been Wynn on third and counter on shortstop because I think both of them could play wherever you put him and do great at it. I really, really, really wish he would have had his eighth grade year and would have had the opportunity to thrive as an eighth grader because I think he I think he would have done well with it. Really, really impressed with what he does hitting, really impressed with what he did in the field, really impressed with the way he pitches the ball. Everything about him is, is just a baseball player, and I, I love that about him. Great athlete, uh, great kid. I, I remember looking at him in in football season and saying just thank you for doing what you're supposed to do and acting the right way. Really get everything with Wynn Wheeler and uh, hate that I didn't get the chance to, to coach him an entire year in his eighth grade season, but thankful that I had the opportunity to coach him in football, watch him in wrestling, and coach him last year. I think he would have been one of the best in our conference this year, and I really hate that he didn't get it and get the opportunity to show that to everybody. But I hope that hope that he knows it, and I can't wait to watch him do great things in high school. That's going to wrap up the podcast for the 2020 Manio Middle School baseball team. And I just want to say that to the team that I love you guys, I miss you, I wish we could be practicing and playing every single day during this thing. Unfortunately, we can't, so stay safe, make good decisions, make smart decisions. Hopefully, you're continuing to work, continuing to get better at baseball, and staying on top of your schoolwork because it does matter, and fighting through this thing and getting better every single day. I miss you guys. Love you guys. Stay safe. The first thing I remember is the game that I love, a man on a diamond with a golden glove. Daddy with me in the cheap seats above Saying, boy, keep your eye on the ball The crack of the bat, the stadium's roar We were up on our feet for the tie-breaking score I said, Daddy, I know what you brought me here for He said, good, I hoped you'd hear the call Life's a fast ball 
coming right down the middle Don't stand there and let it go by Swing hard and aim for the stands My field of dreams was covered in stone An old gravel parking lot next to our home Dead on the mound until the daylight was gone Saying, boy, keep your eye on the ball Cause this hay batter, hay batter, swing batter, swing The world is an infield always chattering If you don't concentrate, they'll spoil your timing And you'll walk away cussing them all Life's a fastball Coming right down the middle Don't stand there and let it go by Swing hard and aim for the stands And thank God for your fame 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 Dad threw a party when I got the call All the years on the farm team finally paid off Now I'm in the big leagues aiming for the fall Every summer's a long playoff run As I walk to the plate, I look in the stands I see myself and I see my old man Hear my family and all of my friends cheering, boy, keep your eye on the ball. It's a fastball, belt high, coming right down the middle. I'm gonna mail one to the grandstands. Good glory, this one's for the fans, for the fans. Thank God for the fame in my own.